Today's episode is brought to you by the She Leads Podcast Network, the first network for women by women. Visit SheLeadsPodcast.com to learn more today. Today's episode is brought to you by the She Leads Podcast Network, the first network for women by women. Visit SheLeadsPodcast.com to learn more today. Welcome to a journey of empowerment and amplified voices. This is the Creative Visionaries Podcast, your guide to unlocking the full potential of podcasting and beyond. Our vision is bold to empower and amplify voices through creative marketing solutions, expert podcast coaching, and a vibrant, inclusive community. We're your partners in this exciting adventure. Our journey is all about connection, expertise, and realizing your untapped potential. Let us be your guide on this journey as we create an environment that nurtures growth, fosters relationships, and empowers individuals like you to excel in podcasting. Are you ready to take your podcast journey to the next level? Together, let's shape the future of podcasting. Welcome to the Creative Visionaries Podcast. Are you a podcaster wanting to take your show to the next level? Do you want a dedicated marketing team so you can focus on creating great episodes? Look no further than the done for you podcast marketing service from remarker.fm. Stop trying to market your own podcast alone and let remarkers marketing experts handle it for you. Remarker will transcribe your episodes, write detailed show notes, curate shareable quotes and clips, promote your episode across social media and run paid ads all tailored specifically to your show and your audience. You'll get a full podcast marketing team for a fraction of the cost of hiring in-house. Leave the marketing to Remarker so you can focus entirely on podcasting. With Remarker's premium done-for-you service, you'll get unparalleled podcast promotion to help you gain listeners, engagement, and reviews. Go to Remarker.fm to learn more and get 10% off with a promo code creative visionary invest in your podcast growth. Let remarker take you to the next level. Hi everyone. Thank you so much for joining us again on the creative visionaries podcast. Today, I have the pleasure of introducing you to our guest, Sarah Vittori. Sarah is going to tell us all about what she does and who she is. Welcome on the show. Thanks so much for having me. Really happy to be here. I do a lot of different things and weave lots of threads together, but I'm a somatic experiencing practitioner and I'm a multidimensional guide and healer. So I work with the body and the nervous system and our energy to make sure that we can have the capacity that we need in order to navigate all those threads of life, work, home, and, and all the things. <laughs> Yeah. So can you explain a little bit more about what somatic is? Because I think that's a new term that many people don't know. Sure. So soma means body. So somatic is really the exploration of being with, working with our bodies. And because we're mammals, we're wired to survive. So there are lots of ways that our bodies can click into patterns and protective responses that really can get in the way of us accessing our potential or navigating blocks or fears that we might have as we're kind of stepping out in the world. So I really help people and work with people at that body level to build awareness and learn sort of what's going on at the physiological and energetic levels in our systems. 
And, and you do performance coaching with entrepreneurs and athletes and all of that stuff, right? Yeah, that's another thread of the work. But yeah, I've been a peak performance coach. This is my seventh year in business. And so my father's a pretty well-known international sports performance consultant. That's kind of how I got into the sports things. But I work a lot with athletes and performers and entrepreneurs who are navigating visibility fear or blocks and fears in their perspective genres. Yeah. And I think it's, it's interesting because performance and the body's response intertwine so much more than we want to admit it. Right. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Because that mind body connection, our body really can't tell the difference when something is real or imagined. So a lot of people work a lot on mindset, which is really very important, but this body piece, this nervous system piece, it's governing our behavior. It's governing our thoughts. And so having a really good sense of each separately mind body, and then how they work together that impacts our performance is really essential when we're trying to like do big things in the world. (laughs) Yeah. And so how do you, how do you coach people to uh, be aware of that, to work past these blocks, to meet them, you know, go to their higher level that they have potential for? How do you help them get past that blockage? Yeah, really great question. So for me, it really starts out foundationally with education, like really understanding there are very concrete ways that our brain works and that our physiology, body, nervous system, energy systems work that we're not taught about as we're growing up in our educational systems. And I do a lot of work with a friend in an organization called Lead Yourself Youth, where now we're going in schools and we're bringing this education to staff, but also to, you know, to kids and teens around. This is how our bodies work. We're wired a particular way. They work a particular way. And then because, you know, we're busy in the world and we're trying to do all these big things, we learn how to override the natural organic communication of our bodies from our energy capacity or how tired we are, how hungry we are. And we are kind of pushing past those in order to just keep doing or to keep getting all the things sort of organized in our lives. And so starting really from a place of educating around this is how things work, because we can't do something different or make changes if we're not aware of what's happening in the first place. And so we want to learn like how things are supposed to operate, build awareness around what is actually happening our nervous system communicates to us through sensation. So the sensations that we feel in our body, like when our heart rate increases or our breathing gets shallow or our muscles get tight and we've gotten so used to just ignoring them. It's like, we do, we're not even aware that they're happening. And so there's a way at the beginning where we can really start to bridge connection and start to learn about how our bodies are communicating to us so that we interrupt that override cycle so that we're not constantly ignoring what's being communicated. And that's really the starting place. Now that's interesting. Can you talk about the intersection of interrupting that, right? So we have, um, these, these experiences or these feelings that just happen automatically. We don't know why we don't know when, well, we might know when, (laughs) (laughs) but but then we, we either push it aside, don't recognize it and do something different. So that intersection that you're talking about is like the recognition of that. And what is the difference once you recognize that to then change something, to utilize it, to help you 
perform better or whatever the circumstance might be? Yeah, super awesome question. It's really about bringing that awareness in. And once I have the awareness, then I have a choice point, Hmm. right? So then I can continue in the behavior (laughs) that's happening or I can make a choice to do something different. And so oftentimes we're starting from a place where we're not even aware of what's happening. So as we build awareness, we're gonna start to catch ourselves and to notice those places where we might be triggered or we might be doing a pattern that we don't wanna be in. So like I see this a lot with entrepreneurs who are sort of navigating fear of visibility, right? There's a lot of procrastination that happens or avoidance or like, I'm gonna go live, but then I'm not, you know, I I don't feel so great. And and there are ways, right? Like that our body can self-sabotage. And so when I'm learning how, my body is communicating and all the sort of signs and symptoms, I can interrupt that. I can notice that and then make a different choice. I can work with my body. If I'm feeling avoidance Mm -hmm. (laughs) in this particular uh, example, that means my nervous system is sensing some sort of fear in relationship to this. And it's not like a right now fear. It's sort of rooted in past experiences or rooted in ancestral stuff that's not even ours, rooted in just as women, a lot of, you know, female identifying folks, like it wasn't ever safe for us to be sort of fully in our power and in our self-expression. So that generates real biological fear in the body. And so we can learn to recognize that and then use really concrete tools and strategies to work with our physiology, to calm it down enough so that then maybe we can turn on that video and go live to our audience or do the thing that's causing the activation, so to speak, in our bodies. And I I love the point that you bring up about women and how we have kind of this innate like uh fear of being the forefront or being the thought leader or being whatever because it hasn't been so common and and nowadays it's becoming more and more common but i'm sure i mean i know even for myself there's still hesitation like oh gosh can i really be this person could i really be you know the thought leader in this space is that okay? It's like almost imposter syndrome, right? (laughs) Absolutely. And those negative thoughts are so real, right? Like, and so there's a lot of us that sort of are navigating the doubts and the negative thoughts. Then there are a percentage of us that have done a lot of mindset work and feel really confident and good, but your body is not lining up with how far you've gone with your mindset. And so that's really a nervous system standpoint. If you're feeling a lot of fear, but intellectually understand, oh yeah, I got Got this, we want to start to build in congruence with the body and the mind to get your body on that page. Because oftentimes when we're pushing through and overriding the fear, and then we do the big thing, we then have a huge contraction afterwards. So we might get sick, we might burn ourselves out, we might hurt ourselves. A lot of clients that like fall, right? Or something will happen physically in the body that then slows them down. Because with every expansion, when we put ourselves out there, that's an expansion, there's going to be a contraction. And so we want to make sure we're sort of meeting our body at those times in a really generative way. And one thing I want you to touch on, you kind of allude to it is this energy, right? Like this Mm -hmm. is energy within your body that you not necessarily can see, but you can feel. And so it's interesting too, because sometimes we, we get these energy 
you know, sensations that are external, right? Like yes. people are projecting their energy on you if you're in a large setting. Yeah. And so it's interesting to think about that too and how that compounds into this whole <laughs> avenue of things as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And because we're all made up of energy, even though we're seeing sort of concrete matter in front of us, everything's moving all the time. And there's a, because the science is so advanced, I really like to geek out on some of the science bits, but the science is so advanced. They're measuring now, we're projecting out in waves about seven feet all around us in all directions, our energy. So if you've ever like walked into a room after someone's arguing, right? Like you can feel the tension in the room. Yeah. And for those of us that identify more as empathetics, you know, empathetic humans or like who are just more sensitive, we're going to pick up on other people's energy. And so you know, and there's a way that we can be a victim to that. Oh my God, I'm so sensitive. Other people's energy is just like throwing me off. And I know I was certainly that way. I'm, I'm married to a very fiery Italian Aries, right? So he is big, anger energy, grew up in the Bronx. He's got the attitude and it's really big energy. And I was in victim mindset for a really long time around, oh my God, it's so intense. He's coming into my space. And so I've had to do a lot of work and we can learn how to really like claim our own energy fields. Like we're making a special field. It's called a toroidal field of energy. This is physics proven. This is a science concept that is, you know, completely all around us three-dimensionally. And so when we learn how to take ownership of that field and clear that field and really be in our power around, I'm not allowing anybody else's energy in my field or into my body, there's a lot of power there. And so that starts with really being in our own alignment so that we can start to discern what energy that's coming in that's not ours, right? Yeah. Or energy that's coming in that we want. Like if we're connecting in the higher realms and we're working with guides or other teachers, we can really open up and start to sense big things. But it also can get in the way if we're not like really clear with what our essence feels like, what that alignment place feels like. And that's really a lot of that foundation pieces that we're talking about at the beginning of like, where do we start? I have to know what my own energy and essence feels like, right? In order to access that alignment and that power and that being in my center. And that's where real potent life force energy then gets to move through me instead of it kind of like getting stuck or getting in the way or I'm only feeling the big energies around me and then I contract more and I'm not sort of in my full expression. So the body and the energy pieces are really important as we're stepping out and being in the world. Yeah. And it's just so interesting because you think about there's external and internal, right? There's different... Yes um, different ways that your body is affected your own internal nervous system and how it reacts yeah. to things. And then other people's energies coming into you or situations that you're in. And, and so it's really, like you said, it's it, getting grounded and getting centered with, you know, the, what's your baseline, if you yeah, will, you know, exactly. yes, <laughs> finding your baseline. Yes. Yes. I love that. And for those folks listening who are like, oh, what is that? Like on a zero to 10 scale, right? Like where 10 is, I'm freaking out, stressed out, overwhelmed in fear. And zero is like, I'm on vacation and I've got nothing to do when I'm gone, right? <laughs> like starting to learn your number scale and to be recognizing when you're starting to tick up 
on that number scale because it's a lot easier to sort of find my baseline and come back to a zero or a lower number if I spend time there, if I know what it feels like. I can't expect my body to come down when I'm a 10 if I don't spend a lot of time at baseline or I'm not aware of what my body just feels like when I'm just completely in my own essence. Yeah. And talk to me about um, the timeline of something like this. Like, how long does it usually take somebody to have a recognition of, okay, I need to work on this, you know, internal mind body and, you know, what are my triggers? What are, you know, the blockage things that I'm, I'm dealing with? How do you start that journey? And at what point do you really, or if ever, do you really feel like you've kind of mastered that or you have full control is that just an ongoing journey it's just like waves that you you know as things come at you I'm sure situation it happens and it's like oh I haven't experienced that before now I got to go back to the drawing board so I'm curious yeah oh I I love this question I think it just really entirely depends on who you are and what your past upsetting experiences have been and the trauma that's in your life, the trauma that your parents went through, the ancestral trauma in your family line, because we're carrying seven generations back of patterning in our system. And so a lot of times, some of our defaults where we're kind of conditioned to move into, like my husband's is anger, mine's not. I'm going to immediately go into like a shutdown freeze. My husband's going to immediately go into his fire, right? That's like very different responses, but both have been conditioned through our family channels. And so it was really kind of depending on that. And then you know, what's stacked in the system. So for me, I I go through different phases and like there are these different cycles of for, you know, it was a lot of foundational work that took quite a bit and a lot of trauma in my system from my parents' stuff. And so that I had to sort of work on. And then I would say over the last three years, there's been more of like a slotting in where I'm not having to be aware of my tools, so to speak. There's a period of time, right, where we learn the tools and we build the awareness and then we're in an active like, oh, I'm triggered here. And oh, I'm going to like come back and I'm going to use XYZ tool and oh, I feel better now. And oh, I'm triggered over here, right? So it it's a lot more active in the brain around the recognition. But for me, what's happened over the last three years is like what I'm going to just call like a slotting in where there's more of an embodiment where I'm not, I'm not moving into the triggers the way that I used to. My system's just in like a nice regulation, which means that like I can get angry or upset or have fear and then come out of that without getting stuck or hooked or have a bunch of negative feelings or thoughts about the thing that's happening. So for folks that are coming to work with me one-on-one, I'm usually starting in like six month containers with folks because it's not an overnight process, (laughs) right? Because we're particularly when we're working with, you know, I work with all ages who work a lot with athletes who are younger, but, you know, as adults, we're, some of us are reprogramming like, 
35 years. plus years, 40 years of acting a certain way. So, and be, and being in these survival responses, like the ways that we've been conditioned have been for our benefit, even if they're getting in the way now, they were useful at one point, whether it was your ancestral ways that we were kept safe, but now they're showing up and they're more of a problem. And so we have to bring in a lot of patience and compassion for being in particular patternings and being in our healing processes because it's unfair to just try something for a month and think oh now I'm supposed to feel better when I've behaved this way my entire lifetime right and so you know a lot of people there's a lot of like biohacking that's pretty popular now and you know all of the ways on social media where there are tiles about your nervous system and learning these things and these quick fixes Nervous system is a slow, <laughs> this is a slow process. It needs to be coaxed. It needs to learn how to feel safe. Mm-hmm. And that's going to take some time, but it's doable, but it's possible. And I'm, you know, someone, I'm 40 now, but like for the first 30 years of my life, I was stuck at a 10. I didn't think about anything other than to-do lists and responsibilities. And I'm an example of a body that and brain that could be reprogrammed and rewired. So it's not an easy process, but it's possible, particularly when we want it and we set the intention to do something about it. I love that. And Mm. do you find that like, potentially having people come together for an extended period of time helps to kind of trigger that and like kickstart it a little bit faster versus like, you know, once a month or every couple of weeks. So I, I know that you're doing some retreats. So talk to me yeah. about how that um, part of your business, how you're helping to kind of, you know, kickstart that a little bit, give it a little jump start to happen a little faster. Yeah, love that. And so, yeah, I think the container is really important, like having a six month experience with someone because it allows the nervous system to know and to trust like, okay, like I can slow down, I can unwind. When we're doing the overriding, there's a lot of armoring that happens. There's a lot of emotions that we're not fully in, whether we're ignoring them because we're not aware of them or whether we're choosing not to be an expression because it's like not appropriate. Like when I'm homeschooling my my nine-year-old, even if I'm wicked frustrated, I'd like to not be in a rage with him. Like <laughs> that wouldn't be an appropriate sort of response to be in, right? So there are these ways that we tamper and dampen our full expression. And so when we have a longer container, that then allows for the body to start to settle in like, oh, I know I'm going to have these weekly sessions. I know that I'm going to have the room to be in some of this reorganization process. And what I've been doing with folks more recently, I'm super excited about it. They've been really potent is either starting a container or in the middle of a container, having a weekend retreat where people are coming and staying in an Airbnb out at my way and they get to be there alone. And then I come Friday night for chunks of time. And then I come on Saturday and we're, I do hands-on work as well. So I work a lot virtually, but some of this is really helping your body really get another aligned, coherent, healthy nervous system to help 
you start to settle too. And so Friday and Saturday, getting all this healing space and getting the time out of your environment, out of your triggers, away from your spouse or your kids or your work, right? Like really making a commitment to self to not open your computer, to be there for your own restoration. And it then allows space and time for the de-armoring, for the unraveling and the unwinding. So much of my, my business is about learning how to create spaces, right? Like spaces for healing, integration, and expansion. And I can take 20 minutes here and step outside. I can have five minutes in the bathroom extended when I need a little space. But that's going to be very different than having an entire weekend where I know that I don't have to play mom and I don't have to turn it on for anybody and that I get to just start to drop some of the armoring that happens. So those containers for ourselves, whether they're facilitated or not, like booking away weekends, booking time away from our families, away from our business is essential to our capacity expansion so that we can hold more, so that we can do the things that we want to do. And so many of us think we don't have the time, but that is like in service of our then productivity or our accessing that potential that we have. I love that. I think it's, there's so much that comes out of that you know, separating yourself from all of those day-to-day things, the, the triggers, the stresses, the, you know, just whatever it might be, even just technology, just turning off technology and really focusing on this one thing is going to expand so much. So I just love that, that structure that you've given your clients to have that opportunity to, to do that in a retreat format. That's just, I love it. (laughs) Thanks. So let me wrap this up and have you give us one tool that a business owner, entrepreneur can utilize at this point after listening to this, what's one tool they can start with to, you know, get themselves moving in the right direction? Sure. So I would say learning, like you were naming your baseline, Mm -hmm. figuring out, starting to really learn your own unique zero to 10 scale. Like what does your body feel like when you're a zero? What does it feel like as you're ticking up on the scale? And then when you're noticing that your number's ticking up, picking something physical in your body to do that calms you. So when you, you know, if people choose into working with me, I have an entire arsenal of tools to give to folks to start to try, but I'm not in your body. So you as the person working on your own number system and helping your body come back to baseline have to start to play with some of these things and figure out, okay, like what works best for me? But one little tip with settling our system that I'll just leave the listeners is a lot of people think to calm your body down, you have to take a deep breath. We've all been told that over time. Take a deep breath. It'll make you feel better. Okay. So that's wrong. (laughs) Deep breaths actually, like when my inhale is deep, that's actually adding a little bit more activation in my body. So the trick to breathing is actually your exhale, focusing on a super long exhale. And that will start to settle your parasympathetic nervous system and bring in some calming. So Mm -hmm. I teach my folks like a 315 breath or a 348 breath where you're breathing in for three seconds, you're holding for a particular time, and then you're exhaling down and out longer than your inhale. Hmm. And when we just orient to the exhale, you'll start to notice 
your shoulders will calm down. You might soften your belly a little bit, but you wanting to start to bring in and your awareness around how your body starts to feel as you're calming down. And that's going to lower your number. Mm, that's so interesting. Cause yeah, when I, I do like some meditation and it's the huh? exhale and it's like, that's when you feel that's total relaxation in your yes. body. And so it's like, I love that you say, don't focus on taking a deep breath, right? Focus on the exhale. <laughs> now we know the truth. That's yes. it. That's what yes. you're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much, Sarah, Sarah, for sharing all this information and just your insight and just all the knowledge that you have. I'd love to give you the opportunity to, to direct people where they can connect with you or learn more about what you do. Sure. Thanks for having me, Tori. It's been a lot of fun. So I am on Facebook at Expand Your Capacity. I'm on Instagram at Sarah.Vittori. And there's no H on Sarah. So that's how I spell it. <laughs> and then I have two websites. Uh, SarahVittori.com is more of my somatic-based work for the busy humans. And then PeakPerformWithSarah.com is my sports and performance website. So I've written four books for athletes and I work with athletes of all ages and stages and genres. So any performance issues, I've done a lot of work there. So you can find, find more information on both those places. That's awesome. Well, definitely go check it out. If you had any inkling of curiosity or if any of this resonated, I think you should definitely connect and uh, learn more about Sarah and what she does. And, and I just wanted to thank you again for being the guest on the show and and thanks for sharing your information. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks so much for listening to the Creative Visionaries podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe, leave us a review, or share with a friend. Also, make sure to visit us online at creativevisionariespodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And stay tuned for more episodes to come. And remember, it's time to tap into your true potential and unleash your inner visionary.